Being a mom has been one of my greatest joys, but also biggest challenges. And if I'm being honest, in this short time of being a mother to my beautiful daughter, I have learned so much. I am Jamila Yarbrough. Join me as I sit down with some of my amazing sisters as we discuss the lessons we learn navigating being mothers, wives, business owners, and women of faith. Today's guest is my fierce sister, Jamie Joseph. She's a wife, mom of three, creator, actress, writer, and pastor. Thank you so, so, so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, it's an honor just literally to have this opportunity to sit and talk with you. Mm -hmm. I love you so much. And I look up to you as a mother, as um, just an amazing wife, as a minister, as you wear so many hats Mm -hmm. and you do it in a way that is just so beautiful, honestly, wow. to watch. And and the way you just love and are such a beautiful vessel. You, oh, you, man, God has used you so many moments to speak to me when I needed it. And I just oh, thank wow. you for just how you give, how you serve, how you love, and for being here today. Oh, is this the Make People Cry show? <laughs> <laughs> this is the first five seconds I'm already about to cry. Oh, oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you so much for um, for asking me to do this. I'm, I feel the exact same way about you. Anything you guys are doing, I'm like, can I come? Can I Because it? it's just excellence all around, and everything you do is just in love and light. So I'm just really, really happy to talk to you today and and get to do this with you. It's so fun. It's so yeah, exciting. this is gonna be fun. I so my first question: You have just a beautiful family. Thank you. Oh, Thank I'm Jesus. in love with your kids. <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm curious, like with each of them, what lessons have you learned? Oh wow, with each of them, yeah. So I have three, and so you know, it's funny because I feel like each time. I give birth to one of my children. It is like some form of like a rebirth for me. Mm-hmm. And it you would think that it would only happen the first time, right? Like you enter into motherhood and then every time after that, it's like, you know, smooth sailing. But each time it's like there's an upgrade. And we know like in this journey with Christ, like you always go higher and there's glory to glory. So with each one, I have kind of been brought into new things. And um, with SJ, my first one, I think I didn't know how much of self I operated in. And that was just completely broken all the way from the mm-hmm. birthing process. Um, not a lot of people know this, but I wanted to have a home birth with SJ. And at the time we were not able at that time to have, I won't even say we weren't able to afford a midwife for a home birth. What I'll say is that we didn't have the faith yet mm-hmm. to pull together the resources. Cause the truth is we could have crowdfunded, we could have raised, like, you know, people yes. would have, yes. but you know, it wasn't, it wasn't in our faith yet for us to be like, let's figure out how to make this thing happen. So I ended up going to the hospital, which wasn't what I had dreamed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and just every expectation I had, it was almost the opposite of what, what I was experiencing. And at the end of it, I had to kind of sit with myself and sit with God and be like, okay, what was that? And when I tell you, he just laid out so clearly for me that it was almost like that was a seed for all of the good that would come from my following births, Mm -hmm. but that I needed to go through that, not even just for me, but for other people. 
And now God's brought me into like being like a birth doula for other people. And I never would have been able to go into the hospital with a woman if I hadn't been there myself. Right. I never would have been able to, you know, be broken before God the way that I was in that journey and say, no, you were there in that, in the thing that I thought I knew the way it should have been. You were there in that too. Mm -hmm. And then um, Prophet Lovi prophesied us and said, you know, the first birth, you're going to go to the hospital. So that's another thing. He had already told me and I was like being hardheaded. Yes. <laughs> but he said, but the second one, you're going to have everything you wanted. And it was so true. Mm -hmm. The second one with Zippy, it was like this, this release of control mm -hmm. in another way. And there was so much joy in that. Like just trusting God, like, okay, I have a plan and I have the way that I think it ought to go. But unlike the time before, I'm not so stuck in it that you can't move. Yeah. And so there was all of this freedom in her birth. And then in this third one, God was just like, I'm just going to show you what it's like to have everything all at once. Mm. And he just was with me in it. And it happened so fast. The quickest one yet. Didn't even have the midwife there in time because I honestly did not know I was fully in labor. And it's funny too, because each of those births kind of sent me into that season or that time with those children. So with SJ, it was a lot of this, like still trying to maintain control early on, raising him. And, mm -hmm. you know, like a lot of people didn't hold SJ even as a baby because mm -hmm. I just had it so close and so tight. And then with Zippy, it was a lot more free. I was like, mm, take the baby, go. Yeah. And then now with Zalia, I'm like coming into even a deeper level of freedom. Like the mm -hmm. fact that I'm here today yes. and I don't have one of the babies off to yes. the side yes. is not the same Jamie yes. that would have been talking to you five years ago when I first became a mom. You know, it's been like a progression of freedom in Christ and release of control and an understanding that you cannot control these people. Yes. Just because they're little and they're under your stewardship doesn't mean you can control them. And you can't control your life and the way you think it's supposed to go. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like there's so much more surrender with each yeah. child, you know? Yes. That's so good because honestly, I feel like that has been one of the biggest things that mm -hmm. God has been working with me on <laughs> with having my first with yeah. Zuri is surrendering and letting go. And, you know, I, I think before her, I thought I had gotten to a level of understanding surrender, but then mm -hmm. I realized there's a whole nother level, it's a whole, <laughs> a whole level. nother level. <laughs> and even as even, you know, in these two years, like I'm realizing, oh, no, there's, there's more to let go of. There's mm -hmm. more, you know. Yeah. And so I I appreciate that. And I'm my I'm curious of how how did you you know what? How did you grow in that, you know, in in your surrender, in letting go of control? Yeah. Um, some of it, God just doesn't go the way you expect and you just yeah. have to kind of surrender and like, oh, well, that's not going the way I think it should go. Yeah. So either I'm going to keep resisting it and then other things are just like daily conversation with him. Mm -hmm. um, Lord, I think the way I've most learned to let go of control is just having the revelation and the realization that I'm not in control anyway. Yes. I think that's it because mm -hmm. I think control kind of sneaks in because there's a 
part of us that thinks we have it. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to hold on to something we think we have. Mm-hmm. You know, you're uh, if you think something is yours, you'll hold to it tightly. But if you know that it's God's, you'll yes. let go of it freely. Yes. So it's just like the reprogramming of my mind through him bringing me through experiences that demonstrated to me that he was in control. Yes. And that his control was also good. Yes. Because I think that I also had this kind of concern with God that, okay, you're all powerful, you're all knowing, but maybe you're crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. I had Because he showed me this, re- like, like last year he was yeah. showing me like, it's not that you don't know I'm powerful. It's not that you don't know that I've got you, but you just are, it's like when you're on a roller coaster, if you don't know the next turn is coming, mm-hmm. it catches you by surprise. Mm-hmm. So I was always kind of like a little bit of a step behind with him before. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh God, whoa, what, what, what just, and when I kind of was like, okay, first of all, this is your ride that yes. you're taking me on. Yes. Second of all, if I relax, you can actually show me what's coming. Right. So it won't hit me by surprise as That's much. Good. But I'm trying to hold tight to the, you know how when you're on the roller coaster and you're yes. like holding tight, like yes. you can't control it. You got on here. Right. You said yes and got on here. There was right. a long line. You could have decided to right. get out of the line. Exactly. But nope, you got on, you buckled up and you said, let's go. Mm-hmm. And you released control in that moment. Mm-hmm. And so with God, it's, it was kind of the same way. I felt like I was on a roller coaster. But then once you kind of get on the roller coaster the first time and then you come back the second time. Mm-hmm. By the third time, you're like, oh yeah, I know this. And you can finally have fun in it. Yes. And it was like the twists and turns of life. At first I was so rigid and I was going whether I liked it or not because I right. said yes to Jesus. Right. But I was still trying to hold on. Mm-hmm. And then when I finally said, oh, okay, I don't know you fully because you can't be known fully. You're outside of creation. Yeah. But I kind of am starting to experience more of you and see how you're operating. And I realize now that, yeah, there's going to be turns, there's going to be twists, but if I relax, this is actually really, really fun. Yes. So I would say just realizing that he was doing it, trusting that he was good, trusting that even though his thoughts were higher than my thoughts, they always ended up Mm -hmm. at the good place, at Mm -hmm. the safe place, at the right place. And I always ended up better off than I was before at the end of whatever process he took me through. Because it's again and again and again. He takes you through process after process yes. and process. So at the end of it, I kept seeing myself. I'm like, oh, oh, I'm more mature now. Oh, I'm better now. Oh, 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 you can do this. Yes. You're doing great. Yes. You know, and he's gracious to yes. even let us build in that trust of him, you know, exactly. because he could just be like, get out of my way. No, he guides us through mm-hmm. it like a like a loving parent mm-hmm. and teaches us to trust him. And so I kind of learned through experience that he was good. And also I realized that because I wasn't in control, every time I would try to take control back from God, things would still go the way he wanted them to go, mm-hmm. first of all. But the only thing that I would get that I didn't have before was anxiety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was what was birthed out of me trying to hold tight to something he wanted in his hands. Yes. We still were ending up going the way he wanted to go, but it was just yeah. anxiety. If I tell my children, hey, we have to go today, we got to get in the car, and they 
have a tantrum. That's just stress for them. Right. Because you're three right. and I can carry you there. Exactly. And you do have to go now. Yeah. And I can talk to you about it and I can try to explain it, but you can't hear if you're screaming. Exactly. So it's the same way with us. We're screaming, I got to do that. How, how is this going to work? And we're not quiet. And meanwhile, God's still carrying us in the car. Right. We're still going. <laughs> you're getting plugged into the car seat yes. and you're in the back seat. Yes. Are we there yet? And he's like, I mean, we're going to drive, but you're going to worry yourself. Screaming, yeah. are we there yet? Look out the window. Enjoy. There's mountains. Mm -hmm. There's sights to see mm -hmm. in this process. So I decided, I'm like, I want to enjoy this journey. I'm not enjoying it. Yeah. Trying to be in control of it. Yes. I'm not enjoying my children. Yeah. Trying to make them go to bed at the right time and wake up at the right time and not watch any screens and all the stuff, which in theory are good things, mm -hmm. but they're not good things if... There's no love and there's no yeah. freedom of Christ in them. Yeah. You know? It's so good because one of the things I know I've had to work on with myself is wanting to get things right. And that's been with, honestly, across the board, you know? It, and it comes out of a place of fear. Like, mm -hmm. I'm afraid I'm not going to get it right. So I'm I'm working extra hard, yes. you know, yes. to get it right. And then with motherhood, it's like... Wait a second. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. that constant thing of like, you can't get it all right, you yeah. know? And, and, but putting the pressure on yourself to do so mm -hmm. can be so, such a burden, mm -hmm. honestly, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the things I'm learning more, because I thought, you know, our, our heart's desire was we're giving Zuri over to the Lord. Mm -hmm. She is not ours, she is His, and mm -hmm. we're stewards. But I'm realizing I didn't fully understand mm -hmm. what that meant. And I'm still surrendering parts where I, and having to catch myself, you know, mm -hmm. of no, I need to let that go. Mm -hmm. No, I need to surrender. And that desire to get things right has been something in other areas of my life that I'm, that I'm like, that is time out for that, yeah. you know? And God will purposely allow things. <laughs> To go the opposite, right? right. <laughs> so that I can trust him in in that, you know, yeah. and not depend on my own ability. Yeah, the failure of man is the grace of God. Yes, because it's the space where we know we need him. Yes, every single space where I have failed so in, good. it opened up a space in my understanding because that space was always there, mm -hmm. but it opened up a space in my understanding. Of my need for him there. Yes. That's so every good. single time it's been the grace of God. Every time I failed. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I'm thinking back to this time in college. I mean, like I do spoken word poetry. I did a lot more before I got married and had kids, and it'll probably come back around soon. Mm -hmm. But um I remember one time I did this spoken word piece, and I was like known all around my college campus for doing spoken word. Like, oh yeah, yeah. get Jamie, she'll do spoken word, she'll do spoken word. There was me and one other dope poet there. And there was one event, I did spoken word for it. And when I tell you, every single thought of what my poem was left my mind. Mm -hmm. It was the biggest bombing. Like, I, I cannot exaggerate yeah. how bad it was. The yeah. air left the room. I had to leave the stage, go find my journal. I could barely find the notes. I don't even remember what I said. I just went like, you know, your head goes hot. And yes. you're just like, what happened? Yeah. You ask your friend, how was it? And they're like, it wasn't that bad. And they're like... But their face, you can tell it was that bad. Yeah. And I think, of, and I used to think, of, I would literally have, not nightmares, but I would go back to that sometimes, like five years later. Like, mm -hmm. oh my God, that was awful. And it was like trauma mm -hmm. from that. 
And then flash forward to now, Pablo is like, speak at our church. And I'm like, okay. And it's not that I was afraid of public speaking, but it's so funny how those little seeds of yes. failure would come back. Yes. And God just reminded me, and even now is reminding me, that even that was so that there would be this foundation of humility mm-hmm. in any time that I would mm-hmm. ever speak. Mm-hmm. So now my whole thing is, God, I cannot talk without you. Yes. Because if I ever could put faith in any of the things that I could do, people might say, oh, you're really good with speaking. You're really good with words. Not if I don't have the voice of God speaking through yes. me. And I know that now. I know I need him there. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I could have gone throughout my entire life thinking, oh, this part of me is so good. God, you do the other things. But me, I have this. Yes. No, I have yes. nothing without him. Yes. And the failure of that moment taught me that I have nothing mm-hmm. without him. Because mm-hmm. he told me to rehearse my poem. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to hang out with my boyfriend at the time. Yeah. Hey, I don't even see this guy forever. Yeah. It didn't even matter. <laughs> but it was the humility that got put, injected mm-hmm. into that area. Mm-hmm. So now when anyone sees me speak, I know that it's God. Yes. Yeah. I know. I would rather know it's him than trust in me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so good. And I love how God uses those moments mm-hmm. to bring forth more intimacy with him, Dad. you know, and I, I guess that's my next question, because one of the things that I've had to let go of, too, is what what my time with him looked like. Yeah. <laughs> Pre- <It's different. laughs> Pre-30, you know, it is different. And so I, I'm curious for you, um, like, what does your time with him look like now? You know, and mm. and how has it? How have you adjusted to the 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 difference? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's so good. Um, I think that. How do I say this? Time with Jesus is so much more precious now than mm-hmm. it ever was. Mm-hmm. And I remember like having all this time before I got married and like I had my little prayer closet, my little pink prayer closet with all my little sticky notes on the wall, all the people yeah. I could, I was going to pray for it and I just felt real good. But now like I'm running to Jesus with desperation with yeah, every moment I have. Yes. And when I tell you, I thought for so long that it needed to be the way it was mm-hmm. and it kept me so stifled in my connection with him because I thought I needed to be alone by myself for at least this amount of time mm-hmm. in this amount of secluded place in order to speak to him. Nobody, you know, cause he says, go into your room, close the door. So I'm right. like, let me get, th- I don't, they always hear Jesus. They always hear. Right. They always need something. <laughs> and why is it always me? Daddy know how to cook something too. No, but it's yeah. just like, it was always like this in the beginning, this, control. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be the way I thought it was comfortable. Mm-hmm. Even when I first got married, I would tell my husband, he'd be like, let's pray together. I'm like, okay, let's pray together. But I also need my own long time because I'm much better at prayer by myself. He's like, you ain't doing nothing by yourself, first of all. <laughs> married, we about to do this together. Right. Uh, he just reminded me that last night. He's like, you got to do it together. Yeah. Okay, that's right. <laughs> um, but you know, you go far when you go together. You go fast when you go alone. And sometimes as women, mm-hmm. we just want to get this get thing it. done. That's so true. And and so I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like in this early part of marriage and motherhood and I'm trying to make this round life that God made me fit into this square box of mm. my mind and how it's supposed to be. 
And then it just dawns on me, like, let go of that. Mm -hmm. Because when you gave birth and you were rebirthed, something died. Mm -hmm. The old you and the way you thought that she was going to operate in the world, that died. Let her die so that new life can spring up out of you. Let her die. She's a, trust me, you will go much farther and much better in the you God is producing you to be in him. We think that we were going to do it more effectively as the the person that we were before. Mm. But there's so much more wealth and richness underneath who you are now with all that God has pruned out of you and, and perfected in you. So what I... Ended up, we're, I can't even take credit, what God ended up guiding me through and guiding me into was one, releasing control of the care of my children mm. and my husband. Mm-hmm. Because there's a way, you know, that moms, we do it and like everything's quiet in the house and it's nice. Then there's a way they do it and they're like, oh, sit down. Yeah. And you know, that noise in the background and you're like, oh, let me just go. And I had to learn, they're going to be okay. Yes, yes. They're going to be okay. They're fine. They okay. Mm-hmm. So once I could get they okay and be able to step aside, run to the bathroom if I need to. Mm-hmm. That's the only place I have privacy. Then I'm guess what? I'm gonna be in there a few minutes. Yes. And if you come in, I'm laid out on the floor weeping, close the door. Yeah. Go and go somewhere else. Yes. Um, and me being free to trust that my children would be okay with my husband, they would be okay with a babysitter, they would mm-hmm. be okay with someone else. That really helped me. And then also me trusting God that he would meet me if I'm at home by myself and I drop to my knees and my daughter crawls on my back because she thinks it's playtime yes. and I keep praying. That you can pray with a two-year-old toddler yes. saying pony ride. Yes, I can. I thought I couldn't. I thought, oh, this is distracting. Mm-hmm. But God brought me into this sweet place with him because he's like, you know, the disciples were saying, get these kids out of here, out of this intimate time with Jesus. And Jesus, he reminded me, he said, no, I said, suffer not the little children to come unto me. Yes. He's like, they can be brought in. Yeah. So I have gone into prayer time, closed the door and been nursing. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay for me to cry out to him and for me to speak to him with them around. Yes. Absolutely. That's so good. And it helps like you are speaking to me because I am just now really letting go of the idea of what that time should look like. Mm -hmm. And I wasted a lot of time beating myself up because I felt like I wasn't doing enough. And Mm -hmm. it goes back to trying to get it right, Mm -hmm. you know, and he, God kept telling me, you know, it's interesting because we have as mothers, we have this opportunity to honestly know him in a in a unique and very special way mm-hmm. sorry guys i know <laughs> we have this opportunity to like be able to have an, another level of intimacy where we, we can just tap in at any moment no matter what's going on around yeah. us mm-hmm. and that is actually you know it, it's exciting mm-hmm. you know when you look at it from um for I, I think when you look at the opportunity versus I, I I did waste a lot of time thinking I'm not getting it right. I know I'm supposed to be in the in my private time for X amount of time, mm-hmm. you know, and and desiring consistency. So maybe I maybe I was able to do that one day and but I didn't do it the next day mm-hmm. because X Y Z came up, mm-hmm. you know, and 
I recognize and there's this ability, this opportunity to, to be fluid with him. So and you just good. said this to me the other day is like you literally get to meet him in a new way every day. Like, yeah. okay, how how are we gonna talk today? You yeah. know, what are we gonna do today? Yeah. You know, versus having this regimen, yeah. you know. Yeah. And you know, it's it's such a blessing, you know, is that is a blessing to be able to do that and to grow intimately mm -hmm. with him in that way, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's honestly, because it's interesting because so much is based on perspective, mm -hmm. you know? And if you're looking from a place of lack, then you will, you will yourself distance yourself, mm. you know? <laughs> it's not, it's not so even true. the circumstances, it's you. It's you. You know, versus where when you look through the eyes of faith and you mm -hmm. look through his lens, it's like, no, I'm mm -hmm. giving you this precious opportunity right. to know me in a way that's unique to you. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so I, I'm starting to see that. And so every what you're saying is like speaking to me. <laughs> it becomes <laughs> right. kind of romantic, too. It because does. You're like, <laughs> it's not like it's not like you're like. It, like cheating with God, but it's just like, you're like, oh, it, okay, guys, no, I'll go to the store and you know, right. <laughs> you like, yes. it's so excited. Cause you're like, oh man, even today, the yeah. drive here, I was like, yes, <laughs> my husband <laughs> called me in the way and I couldn't even stop the tongue. So he was like, oh, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Amen. 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 I'm like, you caught me, you right. caught me. But it's, right. it's like the joy is yes. so Ex oh, to experience him because you know you've got to like steal away with him or you hear him whisper in in your ear um uh the food will be fine just put it put everything to the side you'll mm -hmm. finish shopping these vegetables in a second let me talk to you yeah. you go in and remember prayer like you meet with god and right. so he gives you he always imparts something right. it's never just like let me yell at god real quick and jump out so exactly. you go in and he actually had something to say that was yeah. so deep you have to get your phone out oh man that's dope yeah. and he gives you some revelation that brings you into oh man and like when you talked about consistency i've been like tripping because one of those revelations god gave me about consistency, because I'm like, God, I just want to be consistent in yeah. you, and this and this and that. Oh, man, if I have enough, keep failing in this and that for so long. And he was like, you understand this. As a human being, you start off as what, a zygote mm -hmm. in your mother's womb. Mm -hmm. In a few weeks, you're already a fetus. In a few weeks, you're born as an infant. Next thing you know, you're a toddler. We see it with our children. People like, yes. they grow up fast. They grow up fast. What are they saying when they say grow up fast? They're saying they change quickly mm -hmm. and often. Mm -hmm. It's the nature of a human being, even down to a molecular level, to change. Mm -hmm. And change, growth, what we're designed to do, is the antithesis of consistency. That's good. So we cannot be consistent in our own nature. Yes. What does God say about himself, though? I am the Lord your God. I change not. Mm -hmm. I am consistent. Mm -hmm. So it's the spirit of God that even will give you the opportunity to walk in consistency. Yes. So, so many times we try to be consistent. The moment you try to be consistent, God will show you you're not consistent. Right. <laughs> But if we go to him and we ask for his spirit that is consistent in us, mm -hmm. then this is what he'll do. Not only will he impart consistency to us, 
First of all, he will only impart it for the things that are in us that he put there, mm -hmm. the mission that he sent us for. So it cuts out distraction. Yes. Because you'll find yourself when you pray that prayer being consistent, but in the things that God is causing you to be consistent in. Mm. So what that might look like is you think you're supposed to do this or to do that today. Like, okay, you write, I write too. Mm -hmm. We think you're supposed to write today. I'm supposed to write. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to write. Mm -hmm. Something switches. And next thing you know, you're playing with your daughter. And instead of going, oh, I really need to get back to the writing and not being present in that moment, you play and you engage and you yeah. teach her something. And then the next time you go back to that writing, something got deposited in you by the spirit of God mm -hmm. that it just flows from your fingertips in a way you couldn't imagine because he was causing you to be consistent in motherhood that day mm. and in the attention to detail yes. with your child. Yes. And when he brought that out of you, it translated into speed in the thing you thought you needed to be consistent yes. in before and ease with it. That's so true. Because he added wealth of in, an enrichment in your soul mm -hmm. and in your spirit mm -hmm. from you just relying on him to keep you steady in the things he wants you to do each and every time. Discipline, Stephen told me, is doing what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it. But that's not based on your understanding that's of what good. you're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. It's based on what God is saying you're supposed to do in every single moment. That's why you have to hear his voice mm -hmm. actively because you got a plan for your day. And it involves getting everything done. If you're a woman, most likely it involves a list, mm -hmm. goals, and ooh, I love in my soul checking off a checklist. Yes. Ooh. Man, <laughs> that feels good. Oh. Yeah. When I look at that whiteboard and I'm like, check, check, check. I did it all. Yes. But if I do that without hearing his voice, I'll look up. And the kids will have needed more time with me. Mm. My husband will have needed to bounce ideas off of me. Yes. My own self will have been deprived of a more intimate time with him. Because I would have just checked prayer off the list but not stayed for instruction. That's good. You know? So yes. that consistency in him is the consistency of what he is calling you to do in every mm. moment. And trusting that the things that need to get done. Yes. They are getting done. Yes. They are getting done within you if you're obeying what he's calling you to yes. do. Yes. That's so good. That's so good. And actually, I think it also is touching on my next question for you mm -hmm. because, you know, with us wearing so many hats, you know, and and having you have such an amazing husband who oh, is thank just, you. just I think so too. <laughs> a star and, and powerful, you know. And um and, and as you are you are you are helping him and partnering with him in his dreams, mm -hmm. you know, as well as fostering your children and, and helping to pull out and mm -hmm. their gifts and, you know, yeah. cultivating them for yourself. How do you not lose sight of what um, you've also um, God is also calling you to do? Yeah. I love this question. Yes, I think that sometimes we think that God wastes time with all of the time mm. we had before we met our husband and our and had our children. All the things that he brought us through yes. and trained us in. Yes. You know, when I, if I've never walked into a hospital and said, I'm here to apply for the chief surgeon position because I have no experience right. that has led me to even think that I am capable of performing surgery on anybody. Even if you're yes. trapped in the woods somewhere, don't call me. Like, yeah. Just we'll, we'll get you to the hospital. So in the same way, I can't 
neglect the experiences of what God brought me through. I mentioned like spoken word and all those things that I thought were a part of me that I would lay them down before him and say, okay, all these things that you gave me, the writing, the acting, everything that you put inside of me to do, I lay this down. Mm -hmm. I give it up because I trust that you're not crazy and you didn't have me out here for 25 years. Mm-hmm perfecting these things and you're never going to use them again. Right. Why would you waste time on an investment like that? Why would you spend all that time, theater school, all this stuff, right. and it's never going to come up again? Yes. Oh, well, there it goes. There goes my whole life, my whole future. I got to help these guys. No, that's that lack mindset that you talked about. Yeah. Like he's not going to do it. So when I realized, like, let me just lay it down. Then what I'm able to see now is the full picture. Mm-hmm. And... Oh my gosh, it's so much better to do it together. Yes. It's so much it better is. to do it together. And God gets so much more beauty and gold out of those things that have had pressure on them and that mm-hmm. have been surrendered to him. Mm-hmm. So I've let go of this whole notion of, again, how I'm thinking it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. When am I going to get mine? Mm-hmm. When is it going to be my turn and all this stuff that I admit there were thoughts of that early on. Yes. I'm like, dang, we don't a lot. You sure do get a lot of auditions, sir. Yes. But then it's like every time he's working an audition, for instance, and I'm the reader on the other side. Mm-hmm. I'm reading, too. Yes. I'm reading scenes, too. Yes. I'm keeping my craft sharp, too. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, I spend a lot of time directing. Which yes. is some adore that God is like, you didn't know you had that. That's you didn't know so you had that. Amazing. And there's so yeah. many things I didn't know I had yes. that he's showing me. So I'm actually gaining so much wealth and richness. The truth is, all the stuff that I did before, my husband and my children, God had already kind of perfected in me and made me a master of, right? Mm-hmm. And those, I spent the 10,000 hours. Yes. But it's the new things he's doing that are enriching even those things. Yes. So now I'm not just the one thing I thought I was. Exactly. There's not, it's not even just, it's not even just the hats. It's the, the, the purpose and who I actually am is being refined through the experience of home and family mm-hmm. and motherhood. And people can look at it at this stage and say, oh, what, what's going to happen with you? What about your stuff? But that's even a setup by God mm-hmm. because he doesn't actually, a secret about God is he doesn't actually promote anyone except their underdog. So sometimes he has to make you look like an underdog just so that he can promote you. Yes. It's a little bit of a secret. Yeah. You know, that's so I, true. like if you was cool in high school, you was doing all <laughs> this stuff, he was most likely to do this, most likely to do that. Watch God sit you down for a minute. Yes. Just so that he can raise suspicion because mm-hmm. he likes to do that. He, he likes a Moses. He likes a shepherd named David. Yes. He likes that stuff. He, it's, it, it, he, it makes him so happy yes. for somebody to say, what good, what good thing could come from Nazareth? Yes. yes. What good thing could come from Nazareth? How about the savior of yes. the entire world? Yes. So I've learned like to trust him, let him hide me where he needs to mm-hmm. let him reveal me in the time that he wants to. And be less concerned with when I'm going to do what he told me to do and more concerned with every single moment being in his will mm-hmm. and hearing his voice and just watching him yes. 
showcase himself because yes. it's him who's going to be shown off anyway. Yes. It's not going to be me anyway. Yes. This is Jamie's life is the Jesus show. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's okay. This is your show. Mm-hmm. I talked to him like that too. Not in like a rude, un, 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 a dishonorable way, but sometimes I'll be like, this is your life. So you got to figure out how that's going to get paid. Yes. <laughs> and then I'll laugh. Cause I used to be like, Oh my like, God, how's that going to get done? Yeah. How's that going to get paid? And I'm like, Jesus, it's your life. I mean, you got to provide for it. Yes. That's so good. And so freeing. Yeah, it's so freeing. Like, it's not going to go to waste, guys. Mm -hmm. Like, all this, I met my husband and, uh, you know, the wife is the divine helper. And she does, uh, there is a mission that you come under. Yes. But God's not dumb, guys. He's not going to waste time. He didn't train you in in the arts and creativity and then you meet someone who's like sit in this room for years and never be creatively expressive look right. at you you and your husband yeah and have your skills not been put to greater my use gosh it's so interesting because one of the things that i can as you were talking is like i know what it feels like to feel forgotten mm-hmm. to feel like everything is passing you mm-hmm. by you know and Me to too. feel like okay god what what is happening like mm-hmm. I know, I know I heard you, you know, right. you said, I know you showed me these things. Right. You, you took me to these places, you know, and one of the things that has been so beautiful now that I can see at those times where I felt forgotten or felt rejected or, you know, that God was setting me up, you mm. know, not only to show me that there was more inside of me mm-hmm. than what I thought, mm-hmm. but also his timing <sighs> is impeccable. It's so amazing because even now, as you were saying with my husband, like the things that we're doing, I could never do by myself. I wanted to. Right. I thought I could. Right. Same. You couldn't tell me I couldn't. Right. But the the glory that is upon it as we're walking together side by side. And even I've had so many moments of like, I didn't know it could be this simple. Mm. I was so used to having to work. And push and fight so hard. But when we came together, mm-hmm. it's like, I didn't know this could feel so light. Right. Oh. You know? And so it, it's, I, I, I am, I've learned to trust in his timing. Mm-hmm. I've learned to even the periods where I thought I was being overlooked mm-hmm. and not seen was just really God setting up. Um, and, and, and for me, time for me to, dig deep in myself and in my relationship with him, mm-hmm. you know, so that that thing is unshakable. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You know? Oh my God, that's so good. It literally had to get to, it helped me get to a point of in- intimacy with him mm-hmm. that even as other responsibilities come and other things come, mm-hmm. that, 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 that intimacy, that relationship is is you it's unshakable it's a place that i always go that is right. always with me you it's know it's default it is it don't have you don't have to think oh right i should pray about this yes it's your your every word you speak is prayer absolutely he becomes so intertwined with you absolutely that you're no longer afraid of him and you becoming completely one yes you're no longer afraid of opening your mouth and it being Jesus. Absolutely. You know, that's like so, people are like, oh, you ain't Jesus. And it's like, how do you know in this moment? Yes. Somebody spoke to Peter yes. and they said, no, we, we, we sold the land and we gave all the money for it. And Peter said, oh, you didn't know you were speaking to the Holy Spirit. Mm. 
You didn't catch Peter this time. Mm-hmm. How the audacity to not just say Jesus live in me, but to believe he does. Yes. To become one with him through the experiences that he, that's all that matters. Yes. We can make so many things. We can, that's so we can do all this stuff, but we're only doing it by him and for him. Yes. Relationship with him is all that matters. Mm-hmm. And, and marriage and family, they don't keep us from relationship with mm-hmm. him. They perfect us in it. Yes. They're his tool to produce Christ-likeness in us. How can you know you love if the people you're around every day that do have the capability of getting on your last nerve, mm-hmm. if you cannot love them in those right. moments? Right. I get to see Jesus love my kids in the mm-hmm. moments that are the hardest. I get to see Jesus love my husband. I get to watch him do that. And I, it's even more wonderful because I watch him so closely because he does it through me. Yes. He does it through my mouth. He does it through my yeah. eyes. He does it through my hands. And like the greatest among us is a servant to all. So mm-hmm. there's this constant thing in our home where outdo one another in showing honor. Mm. It's just like, I can't, honestly, I can't tell you who serves more. Mm. My husband or I, I can't. Yeah, I, I can't even be like, oh, I'm the mom. I do it all. I can't say that. That's so good. He covers us. Yes. He like, oh, he sees stuff from angles I didn't see before. Yes. And the trust of, I won't even say trust in, in him, but the trust that God spoke when he told us to be together and the trust that God lives in him. Mm-hmm. That has like freed us up so yeah. much to just be in joy in what other people will look at in certain seasons of our lives and say, y'all sure y'all, y'all, y'all okay? Mm-hmm. No, we're great because God's doing something. And it's a secret and you don't know about it. (laughs) But he told us. Yes. When I look in this apartment, I actually see land. Mm -hmm. That's all I see is green for miles. Mm -hmm. Because that's that's where I am. Yes. It's just going to take you another time to see it. You got to see it with the natural, but I can see. Right. So. That's so good. You know, one of the things that I think back on as far as like what prepared me the most for Mm -hmm. motherhood, not in, in... I don't know the answers or <laughs> all the answers, you know, but mm-hmm. I, I know someone who does and that's my, that's Christ, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, and I think the thing that most prepared me for it and marriage, you know, has been just my relationship, just like literally have being committed mm-hmm. to, to our relationship, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and, and before walking in those areas, having the opportunity to just be able to grow with him, you yeah. know, um, what would you say is something that helped to prepare you for motherhood, you know, or even, or even mm-hmm. looking back, you know, um, so I, I guess what would you say helped prepared you and what would you tell your pre-mothers, your pre, <laughs> pre, baby, pre, pre, pre-mommy no, self, self yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes I hear my head. And I'm like, should I say that out loud? And then I'm like, ugh, God, just you, you got to say it because now you're thinking it. Yeah, just say it. Um, I would tell my pre-mommy self, girl, get ready to die. Because yeah. <laughs> you ain't about to be here much longer anyway. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, um, stop holding on to your life because you're going to lose it anyway if you mm. hold on to it tighter. Just give it up to Christ. Yes. Give it up. Because there's... There are things practically that you can do, and mm-hmm. I don't frown upon it at all. And I, I celebrate reading books. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I celebrate, you know, watching videos and finding out information from other mothers and other women. Um, but at the very end of all of that, when you come to the end of all that, you still have to be right before Jesus mm -hmm. and let him search you out. Yes. Because there is, there are things you got to remember the, the woman is the incubator mm -hmm. for not just the children, but for everything that comes to her home, mm -hmm. everything that your family will birth into this world is it, incubated in you. It's incubated in your attitude Mm -hmm. good or bad, mm -hmm. in your outlook, positive or negative, in your faith, little or great. So creating within yourself a safe place for your husband to put ideas and the seeds of offspring and mm -hmm. whatever else that God will put in you as yes. well through him and through his own spirit directly creating within yourself a whole space is super important because early on things can kind of hit like wham 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 then you look up and you're like whoa I'm five years married and I, I don't know what what what's going on mm -hmm. but if you can kind of sit with Jesus before you even preferably before you even start the courtship with the person you're supposed to be with but even if you're already further along in that process or already married, if you can sit with him and say, Father, search me out. Yes. Find the sharp places in me that dreams would come and be scarred or mm -hmm. killed. Mm -hmm. Because women, we're mm -hmm. so powerful. Yes. But there's things sometimes in us that are so sharp. That's God, when I think about my mother, I feel anxiety. I feel tension. I feel shame. I feel all kinds of different things. What is that? Because when I have a daughter, I can't have any of that passing on. I can't have any of that. Father, when I think about my father, for someone whose father maybe wasn't there the way you right. wanted him to be, God, I feel something still there. Mm -hmm. Ask him to heal those broken places. Mm -hmm. Be humble if you need to get therapy for them. Mm -hmm. Go. Do that internal work mm -hmm. because you can get your hair snatched. You can get your outfits cute and you can attract anyone. I was telling Stephen this other day. I was like, there's a difference between attraction, distraction, and recognition mm -hmm. when it comes to courtship. And so many women are concerned with attracting a man and they just try to attract anyone that they can because they're not so sure who it's going to be. Right. So let me just look the whatever the way I think I'm supposed to look to get mm -hmm. men's attention. Mm -hmm. And it does work for a little while. Mm -hmm. But then come to find out when a woman hasn't done the internal work that she needs, soon into the expiration of that relationship, that man will find out that she's just a distraction mm -hmm. from the path that God wanted him to be on. It's super unfortunate when it yes. happens after they walk down the aisle too. Yes. But if you know that it's truly about recognition, you'll know that a union that is ordained by God is one where the man will recognize you from before time even began mm -hmm. as the one that God has sent to equip him and to help him on the mission that God has prepared you both for. Mm. And that can't be shaken because if I recognize you 
as the one God sent to me, then there's nothing that can convince me. No other person, no other thing that can convince me that you are not for me. Mm -hmm. So when things get hard or when things are fun and light in all of that, we're joined, we're connected, we're fortified in Christ. Yes. You know, so make yourself recognizable by being who God called you to be. He's not going to recognize you yeah. if you're trying to be someone else, if you're not yourself, mm -hmm. if you're not in the place where God has told you to be, mm -hmm. if you're not around the people God has told you to be around, because he may not know specifically in his conscious mind what he's looking for, but something in his subconscious knows. And you can see it in a man's eye, like he's looking at a woman with something cute, and then there's that person. And every woman was like, oh, I want to be looked at like that by a man. They'll see somebody on a movie or a couple that they love to watch on YouTube. And right. they're like, oh, the way he looks at her. He's looking at her because he recognizes her. Yes. That's the way someone looks at someone when they're not just attracted to someone. Yes. When they're like, that's mine. And it's so cute because Stephen and I, we do this thing where like if we go in the grocery store together and we're like, you go get this stuff, I go get this stuff. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes we'll see each other in the store mm -hmm. and I know we're corny, but I don't care. It'll be like, it's the first time and it, the recognition yes. is still there. He's like, oh my God, I saw you. And I was like, I cannot, at first I didn't even, I was like, wait, who is that? And I was like... Oh my God, I can't believe that's that's mine. Yes. I'm like, I know I saw you and I was like, oh my God, what's going on? And it's not just because he's handsome that mm -hmm. he is. It's not just because I'm beautiful, which I'm cute. Mm -hmm. But it's because the spirit and the soul that has been refined to be obedient to that spirit, mm. those things were like, whoa, way more than the physical. Yes. So I would say to a woman, long-winded, but that's my MO, I would say, ask God to remove inside of you anything that would make you unrecognizable to the right person. That is so good. Ask him to remove it. Mm -hmm. Ask him and be willing to let him prune you even where it hurts mm -hmm. and be willing to go to the places that you need help, even where it takes you to lay down every pride. Yes. And you're going to have such a wonderful marriage. All this first year is the hardest year. It won't even be your portion. Yes. Because you will have done the work. It's so true. It'll be the most joyous time. It's so true. Oh my gosh. Everything will be full of joy because everything in that home will come through you and you will just be this carrier of light. Yes. I tell you, like, it's so true because that literally is the journey that I went through before meeting Brandon was mm. this literally like God was like taking out and showing me all this junk that I had, you know, so much. And stuff. it was so much stuff that I needed healing from that I needed to let go of that. I didn't know I was caring that I was in mm -hmm. it. And he would show me things, but I, it also required me to say, okay, God, show me those places. Mm -hmm. And when he showed me those places, the courage to say, okay, we're going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go there. Okay. We're going to go there. <laughs> it's courage. It's what you said. It is. It really is. And and I'm so grateful for that time because like you said, when Brandon and I came together, we didn't have any of the the drama. Mm. We didn't have any of the stuff. And it, and it was interesting for our journey because 
it was it was that the lovey dovey really quickly. You yeah. know, we both met working on set, working in our purpose, and yeah. and but shortly after um, that dating period, his mother got really ill yeah. and passed away. Mm-hmm. And so I think I also think when you were saying let go of self, part of the journey that I had with um, with God before that was really letting go of self. And and I saw how God had even prepared me to be there for him wow. during that time. Wow. You know, and then as we stepped into marriage, we we didn't have that first year was the hardest stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it was really just beautiful mm-hmm. because so much work had been done. Yeah. And, but I also, I, as you were saying, whether it's before pre-marriage, mm-hmm. pre-having a child, or, or there's some women who, who may find themselves there right now right. with, you know, a house full of kids. Right. And it's never too late. It's never too late. It's, and, yeah. and, and, and I wasn't like you. I, I thought I had done some stuff. I read some books, like I said. Mm-hmm. But when I entered in, I was shocked when we entered into our courtship. First of all, I was actually shocked we made it to the aisle. With mm-hmm. our courtship, it was just a lot of gunk mm-hmm. that we both had not worked through, and the grace of God is that Stephen and I are for each other. Yes, that's the grace of God. But to to be yes. honest, the way that we did it, it could have we could have missed it. Mm-hmm. We could have missed completely mm-hmm. because there was still so much. By God's grace, we actually are for each other, and we have helped each other even in that process. Mm-hmm. And it came through the marriage. And for every person is different. Yes. So for someone who might watch this and go, dang, I didn't do that beforehand. It's possible that for God to do it for you, you needed to be with your husband already. Absolutely. It's possible that he was the person that was supposed to help you through that. Absolutely. And you needed to be together. So don't look at it and be like, oh, I didn't do it. Now I'm out. Like you said, it's, it's never too late. Mm-mm. But that internal work is so vital and so important that I remember like, gosh, I guess Zippy was already born. So this might've been like three years into my marriage. Mm -hmm. I was like, babe, I I need to go and check in with God. Like I need to go, like go, go. He was like, wait, what? I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I know you ain't been alone with both the kids before, but I need three days. Yes. And I went and I took those three days and I like, oh God, everything got clear because it was vital. Mm-hmm. For them, that's what I had to do to yeah. reset. And from that point forward, there were a couple of more times where I kind of had to get away. But since then, that space in me that can spiritually get away mm-hmm. was refined. So I don't have to physically go. For me, yes. that reset was what was needed. Yes. But be with God and find out what do you need to do right. to get everything right. Because... I'm telling you guys, the mother, the father too, but the mother, this place Mm -hmm. of your spirit, like who else holds the baby in their womb, spirit to spirit? Even if you're a mother who adopts, even if you're a stepmother, there's so much that you bring into the minds and Mm -hmm. the hearts. You're the nurturer of the home. Mm -hmm. What does nurture mean? It's a place where things go to be to thrive, yes. like when you think about a plant being nurtured in the ground, it's a place where things go to, yeah, there's pressure there, the mm-hmm. mother brings, but it's where life springs from. Mm-hmm. It's the place where life thrives from. So we've got to be committed yes. to going, you know what? 
yeah, I'm not okay. Yes. And the only person that is ever going to help me be okay is Christ. Yes. I have to go find out who he says I am again. Yeah. I have to go see who he says I am now. Right. I thought I knew then. Exactly. What am I doing now? What what ventures does he want to send me and my my family on? Mm-hmm. You know? And and also, if you're blessed to be with a man of God, don't undermine the spirit of God in him. Mm. It's good to go to your husband and say, My love, I've been thinking about this and I've been feeling this type of way. What do you think? Mm-hmm. What is God saying to you about it? Yeah. And if he if he's a man of God, he'll stop. And he'll think, he'll ask the Lord within himself. Yes. And you'll be even more in love. Because you're like, man, you're deep. I marry somebody deep. Absolutely. And work together in it. You don't only have to break away. Mm -hmm. But there's also the coming together too. And the the submission and the humility of that. Yeah. It's such such a beautiful thing because just, I'm so quick to go to Brandon with stuff that. I'm so quick because I know that it's not stopping there with him. I know he's taking it <laughs> straight and then there will be a shift. And mm-hmm. I can literally see the shift happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know he was praying. Or I know like he's mm-hmm. he's or he's moving in a way that God has told him to do mm-hmm. to help whatever I, I have brought to him. And mm-hmm. I know I, I just know that that's a a place that I and now is the place that I go quickly because I know that he's been sent to help me in that way, you know? so good. And so I I know it's just a blessing, you know, to have that. And one of the things I want to talk about, because I feel like in addition to healing, you know, we we see that we hear mom guilt used Mm. all the time. And we also, (laughs) you know, there's, you know... Um, a lot of conversation around postpartum depression. You know, there are these yeah. factors that um, you know can can take steer us away from um, what God is saying. You know, and so what do what do you suggest? Like it, when in dealing with those things, whether it be mom guilt or postpartum depression, um, what what are some things that you would share? Um, or even maybe whether it's something that you've learned, you know, or something that you've used. Yeah, um, with mom guilt, I'll start there. It's not. Uh, it's not just enough to just say there's no condemnation in Christ. I think we have to really, really spend time meditating on just how much in control God is Mm -hmm. and that even the mistakes we made, if you're chosen by God, that means the choice is his. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times we spend so much time in guilt because we don't see the benefit of our mistakes. That's so good. So we, we, we make God small in our minds and his capability to bring beauty from ashes. Mm. So we make a mistake or we do something we don't think is right or we neglect some time and we never go back to God and ask, what beautiful thing did you bring out of this? Mm, That's so good. You know, there was like this earlier time in our marriage where things were, I I honestly felt like I was, I remember one time sitting in my apartment and I was like, babe, I feel like I'm 14 and people just let us get married and I'm not grown yet. <laughs> He's like, 
you know what? I kind of feel like that too. I just didn't feel completely mature, right? I was mm-hmm. like, what is, who let me do this? Who, my parents let me get married? Meanwhile, I'm like in my 20s, like the right time to get married. Yeah. I'm just like, but I felt like a kid. And so naturally, when you're not fully matured, there are mistakes that will be made, mm-hmm. right? But even those mistakes, even those mistakes, God has already factored in before he created you. Mm. If he knows all and you believe that the words he's saying about you are true, then you've got to use common sense and say, wait a minute. If you said I'm going there, you knew I was going to make this mistake. So I'm still getting there in spite of that. Yes. So what came out of that? That still gets me where you said I'm going. Yes. Every single thing that we do is by him. Yes. He allows. God could have very easily spoken audibly and you could not deny it. Sent an angel in your room and said, don't do that. You know? Right. But he couldn't show you the areas where you needed him if you didn't make those mistakes. Mm. He couldn't show you the areas where you were disobedient Mm. so that you could become refined in him and be obedient. How can you practice those things without testings? Mm -hmm. And how can you improve if you don't see your mistakes? Mm -hmm. We want to hide from them. We want nobody to notice them. Don't don't look over here. That's where I wasn't together yet. But God's like, no, that's where I met you. Yes. So that's, for mom guilt, you can't just let it go. You have to actually go go there, like you said earlier. Yeah, because it's too, we, we do that too much with our faith. Like, give it to God. And people are like, how? <laughs> right. That sounds really deep, but right. I'm still crying right now. Exactly. So it's like, exactly. no, go to God and ask him, show me. Show me where you were in that. Mm-hmm. Because I already know where I was. Sure, I made a mistake. Whatever. What did you do when I made a mistake mm-hmm. behind the scenes? What what light did you bring? You love taking light out of darkness. Mm-hmm. He took the light out of the darkness. So every area where there was some darkness that came out of you, what light did God extract out of that and make you shine brighter with? And then for postpartum, um, this really touches my heart because, you know, we're spirit, we're soul, and we're body. Yes. So birth happens in all those realms. Yes. Okay. We feel it the most in our body a lot of times but like for instance the first baby I had epidural but the second two I didn't and they talk about how like you check into this place when you don't have the epidural word like it's like natural epidural and you kind of get like high off of oxytocin Mm -hmm. and you kind of go into like the spirit realm Mm -hmm. it's like you're like what's going on you actually do yeah because you're a spiritual portal is opening, mm. not just for the baby to be birthed physically through you, but that spirit is also coming in that little body mm-hmm. out of you. And your spirit is sensing all of that as well. Mm-hmm. So when you think about yourself as the person and the vehicle for that and the portal for that, you have to take care of that thing in all those realms. Mm-hmm. So you have to first deal with your soul before you even get pregnant. Like I was saying earlier, all those things that might come up later. Right. And if you got to do it while you're pregnant, if you got to do it right after, get the help, get the counseling, um, get things right in your mind. Mm-hmm. You have to have your spirit super connected to Christ. But then you also have to realize physically what you've just been through. Right. And there are some things 
that, um, like for instance, hormones, mm -hmm. they're in your body. You were pregnant, all of a sudden, boom, you're not. Yes. Hormone drop off. Yes. What I did was I encapsulated my placenta yes. to kind of regulate my hormones. Yes. For some people, that might be gross. <laughs> and you might not be able to wrap your mind around that. But there's other things as well right. that you can do. And then you also have authority. Yes. God, I feel like I am drowning and like I'm going to cry. And Father, I believe this is my hormones. So right now I take authority over this. Mm. This is not real. This is my hormones making me feel this way. And I'm going to eat chocolate right now in yes. the name of Jesus. <laughs> yes. And I'm not saying that to minimize right. if you need medication for things like that, for those women who need those other assistances to get out of it. There's no shame in that either. Yes. But those three realms, if you're constantly going back to balance in those three realms, mm -hmm. then I believe the spirit of God can infiltrate all three of them mm -hmm. to bring you wholeness after that process Yes, and seek help if you need it. Yes. Seek help. Don't be afraid to say to your, uh, your uh, gynecologist or whomever, your midwife, whomever, ah, this doesn't just feel like a little bit of weeping. This feels a little more. Right. Um, and th that's, that's what helped me because mm -hmm. I went through a really hard time after my first birth just in my life and in the situation of my life. And those things kept me from going into, I could feel like, like I can see outside this window, like just in the yeah. distance, I could yeah. feel that thing like waiting mm. to see if it could come in mm. and by, and also support. Yes. You, all this, I don't, I don't, I do not like the idea of like new moms just in the apartment all day or in the house all day right. with their new child. Right. That doesn't make any sense to me. And historically, it doesn't make any sense for how we're supposed to enter into yes. motherhood. It's supposed to be community. It takes mm -hmm. a village to raise a child for a reason. Mm -hmm. It's like, as much as you don't want people all in your space, if you have the right people, not there just to hold the baby and chatter with you, right. but to take that That's baby important. and you yeah. sleep. Yeah. Sometimes you're actually just not getting enough sleep. Exactly. Sometimes. Yes. yes. And so for me, having the support there yes. is what another thing that that helped me, that yes. girded me up. You know, we edify one another in that time. Mm -hmm. So call everybody. Mm -hmm. If you got to call everybody you ever did anything for, call them yes. and say, I need you over here for laundry. Or if you can't even call them and you can just tell your spouse, your significant other, or whoever is yes. closest to you, call all the people on my list. I make a list before you have them. Mm -hmm. And just call them. Come. I got laundry for you. I got dishes for you. Mm -hmm. No, you can't hold a baby yet. She's only two days old. But can you please help me with this house and all this stuff? Mm -hmm. it's, we're trying to do too much. Right. We're trying to do too much. And yeah. let the house look a mess. You just had a baby. Yes. If it needs to look a mess, it needs to look a mess for a couple days, exactly. for a couple weeks. Right. <laughs> if you look up and it's two months and you're like, it's a high pile of laundry. Say, but thank God. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Let go. Let go of the, the pressure on yourself. Yes. To be perfect right after. Yes. Or ever. Or ever. Man, that's so, so good. Um, oh, it's, you're incredible. So good. If you don't mind, could you pray for our sisters that are listening and oh, watching? Um, I would love to. Y'all get ready. <laughs> when somebody does this before prayer, you just sit like, down. Right. Just sit and receive the thing. <laughs> oh, I would love to. Uh, anything specific that you want Any, to say? Anything. Wherever, wherever you're led. Um, okay. Yeah. <sighs> For anyone that's watching, just 
whether you've whether you've built a, a what you would consider a strong prayer life or you haven't prayed in years I just want us all to just take a deep breath together and just let go of what we expect of God and what we think he is and take another deep breath and let go of who you think you are and the limitations of what you thought you could be. And then take one last deep breath. And when you let go, this time invite in the joy of God, the joy of the Lord that will come when he expresses himself in you. Father, I thank you. I thank you, Father, that everyone under the sound of my voice that will ever hear these words uttered. I thank you, Father. that you love them, that your peace is present for them to receive, that your joy is available to them. Father, every mother, every wife, every sister, and even for our men, every father, every husband, every brother, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I ask, Lord, that you fill them to the overflow with yourself, Lord, that they are able to be lost completely in you, to lose themselves, Lord, to lose every idea that they have of what they are supposed to do and who they are supposed to be, and to trust you completely, completely, with their lives. Father, I pray that they will be overcome right now in the name of Jesus with your presence and the understanding and the revelation, Father, of your love for them all, Lord. That they will be overtaken, Father, with the surety that you are and that you are a God that rewards those who diligently seek you. That even now, as they have listened to this podcast, Father, that they will be overtaken right now in the name of Jesus with the knowledge, Lord, that they have sought you in this time, that they have sought you even in listening, and that now you will make yourself known to them, Father, that you will make yourself known to them in every area of their lives, Father. May every limitation be broken off of their minds, off of their marriages, Father, off of their parenting, Father, off of their future right now in the name of Jesus. I say limitation be broken. I say stagnancy be broken. I say backward thinking be broken. I say mental strongholds be broken in the mighty name of Jesus. May the spirit of God right now have full reign, have full reign in the the lives of everyone under the sound of my voice. May God's spirit 
spirit be able to freely function in each of them. May they become clear vessels, Father. Clear them out of anything that will get in the way of you expressing yourself through them, Father. Have full freedom in them, Lord Jesus, so that they may experience full freedom in you, Jesus. I pray, Father, that the ones that have heard this today, Father, that they will carry, Father, freedom everywhere they go and that they will replicate that into others in every conversation, in every interaction, Father. May we be truly free in you, Father, and may everything you have put them on earth to do, Father, may it be accomplished, Father, in your perfect timing, Lord. We ask that it be accomplished by your spirit, Lord. Every strength that we have tried to put on ourselves, Father, as mothers, as women, as people, Lord, every strength we have tried to have of ourselves, Father, we lay it down at your feet, God, and we say we have nothing without you. We have no strength without you. We can go nowhere without you. We can do nothing without you, Father. We profess our need for you. In those areas that we looked at ourselves and saw darkness, God, we say let there be light. As your word comes now, as your word has entered them now, Father, let there be light, Father. I pray, Father, that where people were not able to think of business ideas, where they had writer's block, Father, where their creativity was stifled, Father, that right now their mind will be unlocked in the name of Jesus, that the wealth in their homes will begin to flow right now in the name of Jesus, that the limitation and the stagnancy, now that it is gone by your utterance of your spirit, as you have done so in this prayer, Lord, as you have given even me, Father, the ability to utter these words that you already spoke before time began. Father, I can only speak what you have spoken. I can only say what you have decreed to be so. So I thank you, Father, that as you have given them the freedom that you have professed today, Father, that now their light will begin to shine in this earth. Now, Father, their light will begin to shine in this earth. And that more will be drawn to you. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. He's so good. He's amazing. Ah, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. That was for our viewers, but I just want to also. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for our host. I thank you, Father, for what you've placed inside of her and her husband and her family. Father, I see light shooting out of her belly, like streams of rivers of living water in every direction, out of her husband, out of her children. I thank you, Father, that there is not an area of this earth that will be untouched, Father, by her impact, by your impact through her, Father, by your impact through them that they will reach the ends of the earth with the message of Christ that you have put in them, Lord, that many will be saved alive by the work you are doing, Father. Bless everything that they do, that it will always prosper, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, and more than anything, Lord, may their intimacy with you always be strengthened, always go deeper, always go deeper and may it be out of that intimacy with you that they love each other that they love their children and that they bring light into this world 
In the mighty name of Jesus, you can only do this by your spirit, Lord. There's nothing we can do of our strength to bring it. So, Father, we thank you that because it's by your spirit, it's definitely done. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I love you. you. I love you so, so, so much. I love you. Thank you. You have blessed me, and I know you have blessed all those listening in a way that, man, just... May they just know him even more because of you. Oh my God. Oh God, be glorified. May Jesus be glorified. Everybody listening, Jesus will be glorified in you. (laughs) Amen. Know it. It's done. It's done. I love you. Thank you for sharing with us. Thank you. (laughs) 